Hello and welcome to The Fierce Life with your host, that's me, Conceda Thomas. And in today's show, we're going to talk about the easy hacks that you can use to keep your food and fitness on track while you are traveling for the holidays. I'd like to give a shout out to Stephanie, um, one of our fierce friends in our free support group because she requested this episode. So if you love it, make sure you say hey and thanks to Stephanie inside of the free support group, Conceda's Fierce Friends. All right, definitely get out a pen and a paper for this one. It's that type of episode. Go ahead and jam out to the show tunes, and then I will meet you on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Hello, fierce friend. Before we jump into the episode, grab your phone and just block out some time about 30 minutes each day for the week of January 7th. Why, you ask? Because I've got a super juicy guest interview series coming your way. The Fitting It In interview series is going to be your opportunity to get a behind-the-scenes peek, to get the nuts and bolts of how very busy career women and female entrepreneurs are making this eating healthy on a consistent basis and exercising regularly thing work. I've already started recording these interviews, and they are sharing gems, I promise, telling you exactly how they get it done, sharing the mindset behind getting it done, and plenty of just practical tips and tricks. So if you've ever wanted to just get a peek behind the scenes of how other people are doing it and maybe gain some insight or inspiration that will help you to strengthen up some of the areas where you've struggled, then this is your opportunity and you don't want to miss it. So how do you get in? Head over to conceitathomas.com slash fitting it in into your name and email address so that you will be notified when these interviews go live and so that you will have access. All right, that's what I wanted to tell you about today. Go ahead, let's get into the episode. All right, so let's go ahead and just jump right into this. So right now, it is on the date that this will be aired, it will be December 18th, that's seven days out from Christmas. If you haven't already, you possibly will be traveling for the holiday season. And with that travel comes, um, I guess we'll just say challenges sometimes with staying on track with your food and fitness. We are creatures of habit. Um, Those of us who have been living this lifestyle for a while, we have our routines, we have our times of day when we work out, our place that we work out, where we get our food, what time we eat. Um, Really, the more we practice this lifestyle, the more it becomes automatic, it becomes habit. And while that's good, um, what can be extremely challenging is when there is a pattern interrupt, right? Even when that pattern interrupt is a happy one, like holidays and traveling for the holidays. So all of a sudden, maybe our daily schedule doesn't look the same. Maybe we're not in the same place. We don't have access to the same stuff as in terms of working out. And sometimes we also don't have access to what has become, right, our food, right? For instance, you guys know, especially if you follow me on Instagram, I am always getting a Chipotle salad for lunch. That happens anywhere between one to three times a week. 
Well, what happens when I travel somewhere and it's lunchtime and there is no Chipotle, right? That can present a dilemma for us. So this episode is all about how we overcome those challenges. But if you know anything about my message or the fierce life, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that around here, my fierce friends and I are all about doing this in a way that does not interrupt our life, that actually um, enhances our life rather than hijacks it. So like, how do we make considerations for the pattern interrupts of holiday travel, stay on track, yet do that in a way that's not obsessive and that still honors the spirit of the holiday and wanting to spend time with family and friends. That's what you're going to learn today. So the first step in all of this is to decide which outcome you want during the holiday season. So the workarounds, the strategies, um, which things you'll just kind of let slide, which things you won't really depend on what you want your outcome to be when the holiday is over. And so you've probably heard the saying, and I don't even know who, who said it first, but begin with the end in mind. And this is definitely a situation where you want to do that, right? So what you are going to do if you're looking to maintain may be a little bit different than what you're going to do if you're looking to continue to make steady progress over the holiday season. And that will even be different from what you'll do if you're someone who says, you know what, I don't mind a little gain, you know, maybe a little extra bullet during the holiday season, because they're just some of these workarounds, I'm just not willing to do them. While they may not interrupt someone else's life or may not feel like a hijack to someone else, it does feel like a hijack to me. And I'm going to marry that desire with the expectation that at the end of the holiday, I may be just a little bit puffier, have a little water retention, but I'm completely okay with that, okay? And that is a decision that we each have the power and the right to make for ourselves. We also want to make sure that we are exercising the responsibility of understanding how our workarounds or lack thereof will impact our outcomes. So we want to make a, a clear decision on what I, what I will be okay with or what I will be happy with as an outcome when the holiday is over. That is the absolute first step. Once you've got that under control, then you need to determine, okay, which daily actions are necessary to achieve that outcome, right? So if I'm looking to continue to make steady progress during the holiday season, then I want to be consistent with my eating habits. I want to be consistent with my movement. So I want to hit whatever my daily actions are and we all have different ones, right? But whatever my personal daily actions are that I have been following to get my results, if I'm looking to continue to make steady progress, then I want to be able to, to do those, to actually execute on those five out of seven days of the week or better, right? That's what we consider consistent around here. Five out of seven days of the week or better, you know, I have nailed all of my daily accountabilities. And what that doesn't mean is that two days of the week we go bonkers, right? It just means maybe two days of the week, if my daily accountabilities are, I'll just give you an example. If my daily accountabilities are to have a figure-friendly breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, to make sure that I walk, you know, two miles a day, just leisure walking, um, and that I, I don't know, get six hours of sleep, right? Um, if those are my daily accountabilities, five out of seven days a week, I do all of those. And maybe that sixth and seventh day, maybe I had guests or I traveled, so I didn't get the sleep piece. And maybe I didn't do all of my walking, but I did the other things. It doesn't mean that two out of seven days a week, I just don't do anything and I just eat a ton of stuff and I'm still going to see steady progress. No, no, no. Let's be clear on that. So 
that's just an example, for instance, if someone who wants to make steady progress, um, what it may require to make steady progress. So if someone wants to maintain, it may look a little bit different. Maybe if they do four out of seven days of the week or better, they'll be able to maintain. And a lot of us can, right? It's pretty much like half the time. And as long as we're not going bonkers on those other three days of the week, meaning just not drinking water, not getting steps. Every single meal is not figure friendly. As long as we're not doing that, we may be able to maintain with four out of seven days of the week, hitting our daily accountabilities, right? So that's what you want to do. You want to say, okay, what are, what are my daily actions? What are the things that I've already been doing? And um, you know, how, how consistently do I need to do those in order to achieve my necessary outcome? Once you have that in mind and you already know what that is, and by the way, if you're wondering like, where do I get these daily accountabilities? Um, we've talked a lot about um, what it takes to get results in a lot of my previous episodes here on the podcast, um, but also in Get It Off, Keep It Off, like shout out to my Get It Off, Keep It Off ladies, cycle two going strong. Um, but like we, that is where we say, okay, these are the things that we're working on in phase one and now it's phase two. And so we're stacking that on. So um, if you don't want to go back and listen to the podcast and kind of craft your own daily accountabilities, then definitely, you know, shout out to Get It Off, Keep It Off. Um, just check that out. That'll be rolling around again um, in January. So also that's something that you can, you can if you want to just go ahead and we talk, um, and have a coaching call, I can set you up with those. So didn't intend to plug that right there, but I just realized that you may be listening to this and thinking, uh, how do I even know what mine should be? Okay, that's how you know. I can help you out. Or you can check out all my old episodes where I help you build them. Okay, that said, um, once you know that, once you've determined which daily actions are necessary to achieve that outcome, then you want to go ahead and assess how your travel impacts your ability to execute your daily actions. So if I know that one of my daily actions is to walk, say, you know, three miles a day, right? And the way that I normally do that is, let's say I work from home and I have a treadmill desk. You guys probably know that this is true for me, right? I have a treadmill desk. I do walk when I'm responding to emails and such. Um, and now I'm going to be traveling and I'm going to be at my brother's house and there is no treadmill desk and I'm not going to be spending near as much time on the computer. How am I still going to get that done, right? So I may determine that, um, so first of all, I have assessed that my travel is going to impact my ability to get in my daily steps. Maybe I also drink three liters of water a day is one of my daily accountabilities, which I do. However, being at my brother's house is not going to impact that, right? So I don't need a strategy there. So that's what I mean. You'll go through your daily accountabilities, whichever things um, you need to do in order to get results because you've been doing them and assess, okay, is this still possible? Um, and is it still um, going to be pretty seamless in my travel situation? Yes or no. And then pretty much you can literally just write a list. What are my daily accountabilities? Okay, put a star by the ones that are impacted by my travel. And then you do step number four, which is look for workarounds to minimize the impact, right? Okay, so in my example, I'm not going to be on the computer as much. Um, my brother doesn't have a treadmill, even if I wanted to. Um, it's colder where he lives versus where I live. So like, how am I going to still get in, you know, three miles a day? What am I going to do? Am I going to wake up a little bit early? Am I going to walk around his, um, you know, his, his community? Am I going to 
take the kids out midday and let them play. And I'm just walking up and down the street while they play. Like, what is the plan? Okay, so that's what I mean by determining workarounds um, to minimize your specific impact. So what I just did is I walked you through um, pretty much the evaluation process, right? How you, how you would in advance decide what could be your weak points and then how you can come up with strategy to work around those. And you literally would just do that for each of your daily accountabilities. And then we said, you know, whether you want to um, continue to make steady progress or you want to maintain. And so then you'll know, okay, well, I'm going to be gone seven days and these are my workarounds. And, you know, there's two days where maybe I'm not going to get up early and take a walk or Maybe, you know, on Christmas Day, I'm not doing it. Or there's two days where I'm not going to take the kids out at lunchtime and walk up and down the block. And maybe that's Christmas Eve, right? And now I've got a plan that still fits my life, doesn't hijack my life, but it considers my travel. And it's also informed by my desired outcome. Okay, so that is how you can come up with your own customized um, workarounds, if you will, for your food and your fitness while traveling. Okay, but Conceda, what if I, I, I don't know, I haven't gotten there yet. I didn't do get it off, keep it off. I've never done a coaching call with you. Like, I just know that I should move. I just know that I should eat well. And I know that I'm traveling and I know all of those things are going to be challenged. I don't have specific daily actions for myself yet. Are there any general tips that you can give me um, for workarounds that fit, like regardless of where I am on this journey um, and, and regardless of whether or not, like, I don't even know if I'm like, maintain, gain, um, progress. I don't know. Just like, what are some general tips you have for me? Okay. So I, I have some. And now a break forward from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by the get it off, keep it off coaching program. This six week experience is set up to not only help you get results, but to create the habits that will keep the results coming long after the program is over. To get the details about what's included in the program, as well as when our next cycle of Get It Off, Keep It Off begins, head over to getitoffkeepitoffcoaching.com. Even for those fierce friends who may say, I'm not yet at that point where I'm that informed in my journey. That's okay. So I've got two different categories. So both for food and for fitness. So let's just jump into what are some general workarounds that you can do um, for food if just in general, I just know I don't want to wake up on January 1st with a holiday hangover and just feeling like I've been run over by a Mack truck, right? So the first thing is when you go to restaurants and eateries, just remembering that every single time you go to dine out does not have to be a special occasion. I think part of the reason why sometimes we lose it when we go out to eat is because, you know, just a few decades ago, not, not very long ago, I'm only 41, I'm not that old, um, going to dine out was not necessarily something people did like on a daily basis for the most part. Most of us ate in our homes and maybe on the weekends or something like that, we go out to eat or someone's birthday. And you usually really was a special occasion or a treat when we went out to eat. And as such, we'd order the appetizer and the decadent entree and the dessert, et cetera. But now our lifestyles have changed such that many more of us dine out very often during the week. And it's not a special occasion. It's really a part of our everyday. 
So the first thing is just remembering that every time we go to a restaurant or we eat a meal outside of our house, it's not a special occasion. We don't have to celebrate. Um, and one of the things that I really encourage people to do is like when you eat at a restaurant, um, really try and find a meal and you don't have to try hard, by the way, that is protein and veggie centered and then add the starch on the side. Um, and here's an example of that, right? So if I go, when I go to Olive Garden or any Italian place, because I like Italian food, it's rare that I order lasagna. It's rare that I order like fettuccine, right? Because that is a pasta-based dish that happens to sprinkle in some protein and some greens, right? And so in order to eat enough to get full of that dish, I'm going to usually eat way more starch and fat than I actually need. And while it may be tasty going down, it's not going to feel so good, like probably just 10 minutes later, right? So instead, I like to order chicken marsala, um, and then I'll get roasted potatoes and roasted veggies on the side, because now in order to get full, I can, I'll get a full serving of protein, right? I'll get a full serving of vegetables, and then I can round that meal off and get myself satisfied with a couple bites of potatoes, you know, and, and I'm good. And not only is it still tasty, it's still Italian food, however, I'm going to still feel great 10 minutes later. So that's one example of how you can navigate a restaurant, how you can, um, have something that's still delicious um, don't, that you don't have to order from the diet menu. Guys, I've like never ordered from the diet menu. Um, but at the same time, you'll feel good and you will not stall out your progress, even if your desire is to maintain, right? So just remembering that when you go to foods, when you go to restaurants and eateries, it's not always a special occasion. And the, the easiest thing that you could do for yourself is look for a dish that's protein and green centric, and then not worry about the other stuff, right? Like whether or not it has sauce or whether or not it has starch. If, if you always look for the protein and green centric meal, um, you can not have to manage those tiny little details and still maintain, right? The other thing that I do with food and that you may do with food, if you are staying at someone's house or an Airbnb or some type of place that's like a suite that has a kitchen, I almost always, guys, and this may sound a little bit obsessive, but I promise you it's not, and it seems very normal to our family. When we touch down in a new place, usually our first stop after the rental car place is a grocery store because we want to get the foods that we like that also make us feel good. And if, you know, if this is going to be a hard sell to the rest of your family, you save a ton of money because you're not spending, you know, $5 for a snack for the kids, you know, for a little yogurt that was 99 cents at the grocery store. So when I go um, back home, back east for the holidays, I usually stop at the grocery store before I get to my brother's house and I will pick up, not, I don't go full grocery shopping. I'm not cooking full figure friendly meals there, but I pick up a few essentials, um, snacks. So like the high protein snacks, I like to pick up my um, bubbly water as the kids call it, like whether it's LaCroix or whatever brand, um, I pick up the Greek yogurts. I pick up, I also pick up dark chocolate because I like sweet stuff, but I want to make sure it's worth it, right? And I will pick up usually also some eggs <laughs> so that I have like some breakfast protein in the morning. And I usually have my protein shakes with me, okay? So just stopping by the grocery store and getting it getting a few staples, a few, a few essentials can really, really go a long way and can help you be able to quickly create just some figure-friendly snacks to tide you over in between either meals at someone's house or meals at the restaurant. And then just understanding 
what my go-to meals, and you can do this too, what your go-to meals are wherever you're traveling. So like I mentioned that Chipotle is a go-to meal for me when I'm in Dallas. Um, when I am in Jersey, a lot of times I will get a salad with meat in it from the pizzeria because Chipotles aren't necessarily close to where my family lives. Even though I have access to them in Jersey, they're not in the neighborhood. So I have other go-to meals. So the Chinese place by my brother's house is another go-to place because I can always get chicken and stir fry veggies there. And I just know like if I'm in a pinch and I need a meal and it's not a situation where everybody is doing a particular thing and I just need to fend for myself or fend for my family, I know what my go-to meals are in that place. So knowing that for your place can help as well. All right, so let's move on to the fitness and we will be done with this episode. So the other workarounds for fitness, general workarounds for fitness, we know that it's important to stay active every single day we need to move. So how do you do that when you're on the road? One of the things that I highly encourage is just make sure that you have some like home workouts or let's just say body weight workouts, right? Workouts that you can do anywhere without any equipment. Um, my clients have access to those in the, in the client portal. But if whether I'm at my mother-in-law's who doesn't have a gym in her house, but she's got like space in the basement, right? Where I can just move and be. My brother, you know, his community, there is an actual gym there, but sometimes I don't actually get to the gym and he doesn't have gym equipment, but he's got a garage where I can move and be. So as long as you're like equipped with some bodyweight workouts, you can make it happen anywhere. And I love ones that are like 20, 10 or 10 minutes or less. And that, that helps me to still move and be active. So if you don't have any of those, like make sure that you get some of those. And like a really, really simple one, if you don't have, if you're listening to this and you're like, girl, I'm on the plane, I'm on the way where I'm going to be, what can you do for me? A really simple one that I love is just do squats, do push-ups, do lunges, repeat. And you can do each one of those 10 times each until you run out of time, whether it's 10 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever you have. And let me tell you, it sounds like nothing, but it's nothing like going all out, doing those exercises one after the other, only resting when you need to, and setting a timer for 10, 15, or 20 minutes. You're going to be surprised the muscle burn that you get and the sweat that you work up. You're going to be like, really, how did that happen? So being equipped with those types of things, and then just committing to like taking some short walks, right? Depending on where you're going and what the weather is like. Even when I go to the Northeast, it's extremely cold. It feels good to bundle up, to get out, to walk around my brother's community a couple times, spend 15 minutes outside, clear my head and come back. And then finally, just walking and um, having active fun. So I mentioned my kids, my nieces. So it's very often that when we get there, I will be the one to like say, okay, let's get outside and I will take them outside and I will play games with them and they'll have to chase me. It's not a formal exercise session, but it is a way to be and stay active and it is a way to not get back in the car, or get back on the plane or train or however you're traveling on the way back home and just feel absolutely miserable because you went so miserable because you went somewhere and sat and did nothing but eat non-figure friendly stuff for days on end without moving your body for days on end, okay? So those are my tips for you. Thank you for asking for this episode, Stephanie. Um, you guys know we say around here, um, after you learn something, you've always got to do something. So my only fierce follow-up for you, should you choose to accept, is step one. Decide which outcome you want during this holiday season, because we're in the middle of it, but it's not over yet. And then let us know what you choose. Shout it out over in the Fierce Friends group, okay? So if you're like, what is that? 
remember, I always tell you, you don't have to take this this journey alone. We have a free support group. It's called Conceda's Fierce Friends. You get access to that by going over to um, conceitathomas.com slash become a fierce friend. You'll enter your name and email address and you'll get access to the community and you'll be able to let us know what you decide for your fierce follow-up. Then the second thing is if you want to go back and review this episode, you want access to the show notes page, just head to conceitathomas.com slash EP78. If you have listened this far, that means you found this episode helpful. Don't be stingy. Share it with a friend. Please share it on social or just copy the URL for this episode and text it to a friend or two. And then finally, whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on, remember to subscribe so that you will be notified when the next episode goes live. That's all I have for you today, fierce friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConcedaThomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com audit. Hurry up, our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order.